All right. Uh, so, what do you want to do? Miss Delton. Okay. Um. Go ahead and roll stealth. Twenty-six. All right. You stealth in, and you you hear. And, and you hear heavy footsteps. Um, as you come around the corner, you see the backside of a rather large creature. You can't see its face. Um, paler skin. Uh, looks like it has uh, welts all over it and a, a bit of torn skin. A rudimentary loincloth. Uh, let me observe it for a little while. Okay. Uh, as you look at it, it moves around and you see it pick up a femur bone of something and it kind of tosses it over to the side. You hear it. Zormir, you also hear it uh, rattle across the ground. And it turns around looking around the uh, cave. And you see it has one huge eye right in the center of its face. Cyclops. It doesn't see us. Hasn't noticed you yet. Alright, I'm gonna sneak up next to Scar. Okay. Hold on, would they even see it? Because if I'm looking around the corner, they didn't come in the cabin. Nope, you don't even know it's it's there yet. What's he looking at, Zoramir? He's... So me, I'm rolling sneak too. If you want to. Stealth. Jeez. Uh, thirty. Mm. Okay. Yep. You're you're fine. You feel stealthy. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go up to him, and I'm assuming I I see everything that he's already seen. Um, should I try sneak up, jump up on his back, and get the jump on this guy? I could poke his eye out. Hey. I think it's bigger than just for one of us. We may need all of us for this. If I get in there quietly and stab its eye, I was going to be running around blind. Remember the last time, remember last time you snuck up on somebody? It went well for a time, a little, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> we need to go back to the entrance and inform the others. That's probably a good call. I start to slowly move back. Okay. Go with them. So you move back to the group. Did the, did the cave seem to go beyond where he this cyclops was? Uh, what was that? Sorry. Did the cave seem to go beyond where the cyclops was? No, it seemed kind of small from what you could see. You you figure it's probably big enough to, to house whoever's living there. There's an extremely large creature in there. I 
think with the combined might of all of us, we could take it. Seems to be the only thing living in here. Got an eye the size of my head. Is it worth it? It's done nothing to harm us yet. You. Yes, Why you do we be... need to go into the cave to begin with? Somewhere to restore the horses. You want to leave the horses out in the middle of the field? So we kill the inhabitant of the cave to store our horses. I have a feeling this guy's not going to want to be bargained with. Do you want this thing in our backs mm. as we proceed further? That is logical, I suppose. Mm. Have you ever I... tried talking to him? We can't stay here. It's coming towards the entrance. <laughs> Make a decision <laughs> now. Oh, it's coming towards us right now? Yes. I'm summoning a force turret. Okay. I will go up to the side of the cavern. Uh, the one yep. right I'm gonna hide. me on the right. I'm going to hide on the left side. My, yeah, pull out the bow. Okay, and you're going to go where? Over here? Left side and pull out my rapier. Okay. Yeah, me and the, and the old servant um, and the uh, turret are going to slink off to the side. Can, can I climb up the rock face of the cavern at all? You can certainly try. Like, like is there there's things to climb up on? There's rocks. Okay, we'll give it a shot. Right. Back on, gro- on is that, is that acrobatics? It is acrobatics or uh, athletics. Uh, can, can it be acrobatics, please? <laughs> <laughs> it, can, it can be athletics. That's the difference of a plus 11 versus a minus one. <laughs> yep. Quickly. Uh, 16. Okay, you you uh, climb ten feet up off the the rock face. Uh, you got both hands on there, okay. and then uh, Blaylock and uh, you see, oof, oof, roll initiative. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I wanted to jump on him as soon as he came out of the cave. Is that still an option? Uh, it can be, yeah. Hmm? Playlock? <laughs> Nine. That's with initi- That's with the advantage. Wow. Zormir? Uh, 17. Scar? 35. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> low on this one. 17. <laughs> it's still like almost double mine. It's it's irritatingly high. All right, Scary. Oh, I had, I had fourteen. I apologize. I didn't have my two on it. You'd be in the same spot. All right, I will let loose the arrows. Okay. So, on my. What is this? Red. 
Let's get three attacks this turn. 15. That would hit. For 15 damage. All right. Second hit. Twenty-nine. That would hit. Another fifth. Another fifteen damage, and my third attack. Twenty-four. For another fifteen. Wow, three sixes in a row. That's, yeah. Wow. All right. So as he comes out and turns one eye to you, you. Uh, you loose three arrows in succession and they stick into his skin and uh, Zormir you're up alright as soon as I see him come out of the cave right after Scar pelts him with arrows I'm gonna hop off of my uh, handholds in the rock and jump towards his shoulder and as I'm jumping I'm gonna take out a dagger and try and poke his eye out alright um, first, uh, I'll, I'll say, um, for your movement, uh, do an acrobatics check. All right. <laughs> A lot of flavor here. Um, 22. Okay. So you leap from the, um, you leap from the, uh, the rock and, uh, grab hold of his shoulders and, and you're crawling him like an ant on a on a on your arm, and you're just kind of crawling over his shoulders. And uh, now uh, make your make your targeted attack uh, with disadvantage. With disadvantage, okay. Yeah. You say this is uh, okay. So nineteen for that, and two nineteens. Okay, so twenty-seven. That's gonna hit. Alright. So excited. And that's gonna be four nine points of damage. Uh, okay. Straight to the eyeball. If possible. Alright. So you take the dagger and you shove it into the Cyclops eye and it screams out and it starts flailing around. Uh, you need to make a athletics check to see if you stay on him. Okay. My worst possible check. 12. So, okay. Uh, your next part? Um, now I am going to disengage and leap backwards. Where is backwards for you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess leap off of his back. Which, so if he's, you he probably was pointing towards Scar then. Okay. So you leap back over to the wall where you came from. Yep. And then I get my thing. Yep. Uh, twelve. 
Well, that misses. Ah, ooh. So he, as you go off, he's still grabbing his eye. Nemoria, you're up. How close am I to him? Am I able to touch him? No. You'd have to move up to him. You are 10 feet away. So can I move up to him and cast a spell? I'd like to. Yes, I would like to. So I'm going to run up to him, and I'm going to cast uh, Inflict Wounds. Okay. Three D ten. You got to roll to see if you hit first. Okay. So I got a twelve. Okay. So you you reach out uh, to him, and well, actually, uh, roll again. 18. Okay, that would hit. Okay. Now roll your 3d10. Oh, 3d10, I'm sorry. Hang on a minute. Eight. Eight. Two. 18. All right. Right, as you, you reach out and as he flailing about, you place your hand on his leg and energy pulses out from your fingers and, and tears into the flesh and you see the muscles start ripping up his leg up in into his side. You see the skin burst open and, and bits of blood flick out across your, your shield and your armor. All right. Playlock, you're up. All right. First things first. Um, so is he positioned underneath the cave? Is the cave still over him or is he outside? The He's cave? outside of the cave. Okay. All right. And um, okay. There's no text underneath um, Nemoria. That's right. Okay. Um, so if it's... I push, if I push the... Um, uh, push what's his name back does he does Nemoria get an attack of opportunity uh yes there now you can see Nemoria's name oh, yeah. huh, there, there it, is. it is okay uh so first things first I'd like to send in um my servant who still doesn't have a name um and I'm I'd like to use lightning grasp uh so first i'm gonna i need to move him up do we have an icon for you for the old servant no we can we can theater the mind of that because it just okay goes so yeah so i'm gonna send him up to uh, to come up there and and just grab on to him with his claws and then lightning okay. grasp. okay go for it. it it flies out okay uh, so that is 28. Okay, that hit. would hit. And... and you can roll again for advantage. You do have advantage because he's blinded. Uh, okay, so still 28. Okay. And one. And 17 points of damage. All right. 
Oh, nope, disregard. I forgot, well, that's down to 2d8 now. I thought it was at 3. No, it is at 3d8, because I have a, uh, I have an arcane focus. So how much damage? What did I say before? I don't know, that's why I asked you how much. (laughs) Oh, goodness, Chris. I believe it was 18. 18 points of damage? Okay, and then after that, I'm going to use the force turret, and I'm gonna um, I'm gonna send a pulse at him, pushing him back. Okay. All right. Now that is a ranged spell attack. So that's another. Uh... Is that at advantage? Yes. Okay. All right. Nat twenty. There nice. we go. All right. For a spell. <laughs> Maximum damage. Target practice. And <laughs> an any any enemy of the target within range may make an attack of opportunity with disadvantage against it. Nice. So does Nemoria make two or still just the one? Because he it's going to get pushed back five feet. Just once. You only get one attack of opportunity. That's what, that's what I thought. So, so okay. she'll get one and Zoramir will get one. Nope, he's 10 oh, feet nope. away. He's 10 feet away. Yep. Yep. Okay, so, and I'm going to push him back um, five okay. feet. All right. There we go. And that's 16 points of damage. All right. That is the end of my turn. Nemoria, you get to make an attack of opportunity. A twenty disadvantage. Yep. Always D twenty with advantage. Disadvantage on this. Uh, that would be fifteen. Okay, that hits. And then roll again. No, uh, roll your damage for your uh, mace. One D six. Five. All right, so five points of damage. All right, so as uh, the, the Cyclops, uh, all of a sudden he gets thrust backwards. The more you spin around with your mace, catching him in the in the forearm, you feel the, the mace sink into the flesh and hear cracking of bone, and he flies back. And he, he hears uh, where that sound came from, and he just charges forward and makes an attack on Nemoria. Okay. He hits. For 21 points of bludgeoning damage. And he attacks again. Oh, you're lucky he has disadvantage. That was a nat 20. Uh, He does hit again. Uh, 
21 points of bludgeoning damage. As he swings his great club and it just connects and you you feel your insides compress uh, and your armor press against your skin as you've never really been hit like this before uh, in your adventures. This is a new experience. Um, You're kind of dazed and your mind swirls as the impact of this weapon into you. And just as you start to come to and kind of shake it off, it comes in from the other side and hits you the other way, uh, offsetting you uh, in your stance. And uh, Scar, you're up. All right, another. Welcome to the edge of darkness, Demoria. (laughs) (laughs) I got blood rolling out of my mouth, but thank you. I appreciate it. Has the target of my dice been transferred? Or What? For 12. Okay. And my second attack. 27 for 11 damage. Okay. As two more arrows into the flesh of the Cyclops. He's, uh, he, he's got wounds, but uh, he's still going pretty strong. Zoromir, you are up. I'm going to come up behind him with my fresh, brand new, shiny rapier. Um, Take it out and charge him from the back and try and stab it into him. All right. So you want to move behind him? Yep. Okay. Attack, you do get advantage. Scar, you were rolling with advantage, right? I wasn't, but I hit both times. It's all right. Okay. Yeah, everyone has advantage against with attacks against him right now. Okay. Four. That would hit. Oh, I can step up to a D8. Exciting. Your first, Eleven. Your first attack does have sneak attack damage. So add your sneak attack damage. Okay. Uh, 25 points. All right. Okay. Um, then with my other hand, I'm going to take my dagger try and stab him okay. for a one-two punch. Uh, 27. That, with advantage? But do I need to roll again? Yep. You could Just, get a natural 20. Yep, you could no. get a natural 20. Yep. Nope. Okay, so go for it. Seven points. Seven points. All right. Seven points. As you run behind him, jump up and stick your your rapier in one side of his back and your dagger in the other, and just let your weight pull the pull down his flesh. And as the flesh rips open, some blood spurts out, and then you 
tucked down into a, a fighting stance, uh, uh, dagger in one hand, rapier in the other, and your eyes are just filled with like a bloodlust. Nemoria, you are up. <clears throat> I am going to cast Fireball since I'm right in front of him. Okay. You have a 16 dex. I'm sorry, you said Fireball? Yep. Yep. I'm about okay, so I, I, need, I need to make a deck say okay. Um one second. Goodbye, Sordomir. Oh no. Um I should be small enough to be covered right now. Are you behind him, Zormir? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh shit. Okay, so I Can need... I dodge? I can dodge right. Nemoria, Zormir, Scar. Blaylock, I need everyone to make a deck saving throw. But that's that's in front of me, though. Doesn't Fire- matter. Fireball's an area of effect. So everyone make a deck saving throw. Twenty three for Scar. Nineteen for Blaylock. Also a twenty three for Zormir. What's your spell DC? We're low on that damage. This what spell is this? Fireball. Fireball. That, that doesn't fall under the magic missile category, does it? Nope. <laughs> the spell yeah. is notorious for nuking parties. Okay. Uh, what, Nemoria, what was your deck saving throw? Uh sixteen. Okay, so you save. So far, I think everyone's saved. Um, what about the turret? Aww. Eight. Okay, the, uh, turret and the Cyclops fail. Uh, Nemoria roll 8d6. 8d6? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, shit. Well, there's two. Five, that's seven. Five. Thirteen. Six is nineteen. Twenty-four. Twenty-nine. Total? Yes. Okay. So, fourteen points of damage to... Everyone who saved, and 29 to those that didn't. Oh. Gotta read those spells. (laughs) I am. I guess I didn't. Obviously. Yeah, we'll, we'll, go, we'll I, go over it past session. It happen, It happens to everybody. It, I did it the first time we yep. used an area of effect spell, too. <clears throat> yeah. Um, all right. Is turret still standing? Um, I think he has 30 hit points, but because I see. Yeah, he's got one. Okay. Oh. All right. So all of a sudden, Nemoria's there and uh, a, a 
massive blast of flame. Boom! And you hear it echo throughout the valley. And everything becomes a bright flash of light as you feel your flesh searing from intense heat and flame. Scar, part of your fur burns. Um, Zoramir, you, you start, you know, using the back of your hand to pat your eyebrow to see if they're still there. Um, the, uh, the small effigy of, uh, Grovile. No, we didn't. Uh, you know what? I didn't save for my, my servant. Do the save for the servant. Oh. I forgot they were out there. We are going to have to put yeah. Uh, that's, he gets my plus to DC save, right? Or to Dex? I'm pretty sure he you does. Tell me. But, um, it's 18. Okay, so it's 14 points of damage. <sighs> I think that's about it for him too. <laughs> yeah, he's toast. You see, you see the little newly made uh, dragonling just melt down and, oh. and <clears throat> fall to the fall to the ground, and you see the effigy of Grovile just <clears throat> it starts melting a bit, and uh, you hear the gears grinding as it's trying to to drive itself. Uh, it's still able to move, but it looks like it's in pretty bad shape. Blaylock, you're up. It's not dead. Uh, the turret's not dead. All right. So, uh, witnessing um, the uh, Hiroshima in front of me, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to come over to what's left of my turret and, and cast Mending. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. So that's just a, it's just a 2d8. Right. Okay. And yeah, 2d8. Okay. That's 13 points of, uh, it's being changed down there. Okay. And, uh, I'm going to, uh, pulse and, um, now that he's a little bit more up to speed and and isn't uh, about to fall apart um, at um, uh, the um, the Cyclops. Okay. Get advantage. Just yep. Just a just a little bit more there, bud. Uh, nat twenty. That was a twenty nice. and a, th- a twenty and a three. Nice. Yeah, that's the second time he's crit, which I think that's about that's about all for him. So. All right, that is a ranged attack. Yeah, ranged spell, yep. Shoulder jab. Maximum damage and roll the damage dice again. Okay, max damage and then roll the damage dice again. Yep. Wow. So, um, it's 2d8. All right, so. Oh, come on, you monkey. You know, having pets is is, is tricky. Uh, Sixteen and uh, twenty-four points of damage. Okay. Okay, and uh, he was right next to you. I'm going to move back like fifteen feet away okay. from Nemoria. No, okay. the other way. <laughs> uh, but so you way. you hit uh, the Cyclops and Zormir. I need you to make a Dex saving throw. Um, with this gonna... adva- with this advantage, because there's not much room for you to go. Is Can I push him up, on me? or is it away from me? Do what? You hit him with you hit him with the force turret, so he's coming 
getting blasted. It's always the it's always away from the cannon. Yeah, okay, I got you. Yep, that's fine. Does my resistance to force damage have any impact on this? No. 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 Uh, that is 14. Okay. Um, you take six points of bludgeoning damage and you're not uh. prone as the Cyclops goes wham and slams and just, it's like a slow motion film where the big sweaty guy is just smashes into your face and your face compresses and the, the sweat just smears across your face and you're like, oof as his body comes flying backwards and you get shot off to the side so you you are now prone as this happens i'm going to kind of whimper out control your your spells <laughs> and um nemoria you do get an attack of opportunity is that a 20 just roll a d20 yep with advantage On this This is hilarious. Eight. Okay, so you you try to to make a, a swipe at him as he's getting pushed backwards, and uh, he, he just moves so fast, he just whiffs through the air. Your wounds aren't helping the issue any, and it's just. Woof. All right. Feeling the. Uh, something squishy behind him that he he was pushed into he turns around and attempts to smash whatever's back there he hits i don't get any saving throw for being nimble (laughs) you're on tiny dodge yeah you can uncanny dodge half the damage you could have done that with the fireball too I keep forgetting about that. Dang it. Dang it. I can't play your characters for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, 15 points of bludgeoning damage. I'm going to uncanny dodge. <laughs> okay. And then he attacks again. <laughs> he just hits you. Ah. Uh. For, uh, nope. 20 points of bludgeoning damage. I can use a canny dodge at on just, any... Just once. Once per round, or turn. Turn. Damn it. You said 20 points? Yep. Uh, it doesn't matter, I'm down. Okay. So... I gotta bring you out here for a second because it doesn't scale well. Um, Nomoria and Scar, since you're up close, you hear Kuthum! and you, the, you know parts of the cavern tr- uh, sprinkle down. And then the next one, it's not such a solid hit. It's more sounds like uh, punching something soft. You just hear, and you're not sure what's happened. Scar, you're up. Twenty-nine for nine damage. 
Second attack. Natural 20. Nice. Here we go. Double damage on a neck load. Oh. And this was an advantage this round, was it? Yeah. It's advantage the whole because he's blinded. Okay. Four twelve. Okay. Has two arrows, <laughs> and the one arrow is right into his neck. neck. Yep. <laughs> we are on the yeah. same page. Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, you just hear bone and sinew split open. Little people squashed jelly. And uh, Zoramir, make your first death saving throw. Oh. Come on. Do it good. I got... I got, oh, it's not going to show well, but I got a natural 20. Really? You're up. Yes. You are up and at one hit point. So you you kind of come to and you're laying on the cavern floor and you, you feel things are broken uh, inside, but you kind of prop your hand against the wall and grip on with a, a strength from your inside and you pull yourself up. And you just see the back side of this Cyclops turned away from you. Uh, Nemoria, you are up. All right, I'm going to... Fireball. No, yeah, oh. yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> and I'm down again. <laughs> um, I'm going to cast Healing Word on my little buddy over there that's got one hit point left in his life. is 1d4 spellcasting modifier ah there it is so he has 6 no 5 7 7 sorry okay 7 yes so you you feel um your wounds well uh okay so you cast it at a level one yes okay make sure you tell me that when you cast first i apologize second. yeah um either way so uh zormir you feel some of the the bones mend back together you feel a bit better still rough but you feel better and uh what else do you want to do um On just a second here. I'm done. Okay. You can move if you want to. Yep. Oh, I can. Yeah. You, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you can always move, or do an action, and a bonus action. You've done a bonus action, so you can still move and do an action. Ah, so I will for an action, then I will inflict wounds. Okay, so you walk up to him. Not that close, but 
Okay. Let's see, that's a three D ten. You no, you gotta roll your D twenty first. Uh, with advantage, so roll it twice. Take the higher. Uh, it's nineteen and one, so it'll be nineteen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then 3d10? Yep. Uh, it's 9. 8 I, is 17. What, what, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can't cast Inflict Wounds because that's a second spell. You've already cast a spell because you cast Healing Word. Uh, you can cast that's a, an action. But it's a spell. You can only cast one spell a turn. You can do a spell and a cantrip, two cantrips, but you can't do two spells. My bad. Uh, I so apologize. You, so you can cast any of your cantrips, or you can make a melee attack. All right. Well, then I'll do a melee attack. Okay. You can use the same roll, so you you hit. Um, so right. it's 9, 16, 17, 18, 19, 22. Yeah, that hits. So roll your... Mace damage. So I'm looking for here. Uh, 1d6. Oh, whopping 3. Minus your 1. That is minus the 1. Okay, so 3 points. As, as you pull out your, your mace and just swing at it, thunk. Didn't feel like it went anywhere, but... Uh, uh, yeah. And then I will try to move off to uh, be his left. Okay, this way? How far? Uh, no, th the other way. Okay, how far? Uh, 10 feet. Right here? There you go. Okay. And I'm done. All right. Um, Blaylock, you are up. All right, uh, turret. Um, I, have I can move him 15 feet. Uh, is that in front of Scar, or is that at Scar? Um, you want to move who 15 feet? Uh, the turret. Okay. So, 5, 10, 15. It is in front of Scar. Mm, that's as far as I can go. If that's 15, that's 15 feet. Yeah, I can only move him 15 feet. Okay. Do I have to push him? Uh, it's part of the effect. Yeah, it's part of the effect. Heck, nabbit. Fine. All right, uh, and that's all. I'm, that's all. That's all he's going to do. Okay. Um, uh, I've just witnessed the um, um, uh, my brand new sparkly little dragon just get melted um so i'm going to uh, uh I'm, I'm going to charge up there with a um horn so that's with a dash action okay Horns so that. um it, do i can i run up there and do that am i in range it's a natural weapon and if you use your, you're using your dash action and since you used your dash action you can use that Goring attack or whatever. Goring attack. Okay. So that is there it is. And 
can make one melee attack. All right, I'm gonna run up there and punch him in the kneecap. Okay. Uh, um, at it's, it's so infrequent that I use a melee attack. Um, I sh- unarmed is just oh, there it is, six, right in the kneecap. Okay. Roll your. Uh, that was your strength modifier. That was with my strength modifier of four. So six Don't points of damage? No, oh, that was six to hit. Oh, it does not hit. So you charge oh, forward. Oh, shucks. <laughs> and Scar, you see Blaylock, this minotaur, you've seen him do this a couple times, and there's a little bit of bloodlust inside of you too, like, oh, here we go again. <clears throat> and he just he just hits the uh, a, a piece of armor on the side of the Cyclops and just... You just—it sounds like uh, throwing a rock at a shield. That's—that's uh, that's the end of my turn. All right. Hearing that sound and feeling the pressure on his hip, he's going to swing in your general direction. Oh, lucky has disadvantage. That was a natural twenty, also. An- another oh. one. Yeah. It, it was a two and a natural twenty, so he misses. And he attacks again. And he does hit. Ruh-roh. For 18 points of bludgeoning damage. Yep. As he brings down the great club right on top of your head. <laughs> And parts of it splinter off as it hits your your one intact horn. Scar, you this are up. Was not well thought out. All right, twenty-two. Do you guys still hear me? Yep. Yep. Okay. My my video on my screen is frozen, so I wanted to make sure it's still good. Oh, it is. For nine damage. Turn your video off and back on again. Uh, he'll be out of sync and he won't be in the same position. I think it'll be okay. There we go. Oh, nope. It didn't. They're the last two, so uh, Nemoria, turn yours off. Uh, hang on a second here. Turn off my video. Yep. There you go. <coughs> turn back on. We good. Sorry, Scar. That was nine damage for the first one. Okay. Six to hit. Four, ten damage. You keep drilling into that same spot on the neck, arrow after arrow, almost perforating the neck. Blood's pouring out down the body, just running down into pools around his feet. He's looking really bad. Let's take him down, guys. Zoramir, you are prone but alive. Oh, I'm still prone. Um, can, so what? What do I have to do to get up? Just half, half your movement. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna stand up, and then I can still attack with my rapier, right? Yep. All right. I'm gonna take my rapier, and I'm going to wipe the blood off of my face a little unsteady but i'm going to take that and try and line it up with the gash i've already put in his back and drive it in even further and 
and slice them. Okay. Uh, rolled a natural one for the first one there, so. Well, you, get, you, have, advantage. Advantage. you have advantage, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're pretty you're pretty lucky, aren't you, Mr. Uh, yes, I was going to say. I had uh, two yes. on that. Yes, yes. So, second reroll was a 16. Or, sorry, 26. Okay. That hits. You get sneak attack because you have advantage and people flanking. Okay, this is going to be big one. Oh, natural eight on that. So that's thirteen. And that's not as big, but six. No, nineteen points of damage total. Okay, you thrust your rapier in, and Blaylock, what you see is the the blade pierce through the chest bone and come out the front of the cyclops. It points straight out at you. <laughs> And you My hear, eyes get very wide. And you see the Cyclops stumble. He starts to lurch forward. Blaylock, make a deck saving throw. I'm going to jump out of the way. Yep. All right. Um, 15, uh, 17. Okay. As the Cyclops starts tumbling down for you, you dive over towards Scar, and it just, he hits the ground with a giant dust billows up around the, the party, and the you, you see uh, the breathing just stop as the, the Cyclops is now perished. I'm gonna walk up on his back and just triumphantly take my rapier and stick it in the back of his head and stand proud. Okay. It just pushes in. <laughs> well, well, good fight, fellas. Hmm. I think we have some work to do. We hurt ourselves as much as we took him down. I learned my lesson from standing on the opposite side of the creatures from you folk. Holy crap. Mm. Well, this certainly gives us a co some cover for the horses in the wagon. And I think uh, we should get this of a cyclops. I think we should get the body of the cyclops out of the way. It might attract a little attention. We need to pull it into the cavern. I'll be your moral support. I will help you with that. We can use the horse to pull. I'm going to pick up the remnants of uh, my servant. Okay. Specifically the gem at the, at the heart and all of the pieces. Okay. Yep. And then I'll um, help pull the uh, uh, cyclops into the cave. All right. So you you all grab hold of it and drag its body just <laughs> back into the cave. He's heavy. It's uh getting a chance to look around the cave. It's 
it is a fairly big cave. There are a few stone pillars kind of holding the ceiling up. Uh, it does look like it's somewhere you could put the horses. There's enough room in there. Um, there is a, a small stream that runs through the back side of it. Um, so horses could have something to drink. All in all, not a not a terrible place considering what you've been dealing with. Does the um, all right, well beforehand? Uh, my main focus is is uh, mending this uh, uh, the uh, my my servants here. So I'd like to cast mending uh, on the uh, homunculus servant to bring him back. Okay. There, there, little young one. You will be fine, and he'll start to reconstitute into the uh, um, into into his prior form. Start pulling like burnt hair off. <laughs> so, should I heal you guys, or do you want to keep moving and I'll just heal you, or do you want to rest? <sighs> Just keep moving. Uh, I, I can barely stand, guys. Zoramir is bad. Hmm. I need to. Uh, I, I need to either sit down for a second or something. I can barely see straight. Let me heal everyone. Hmm. That's why I'm here. So I'm going to cast, I am going to cast uh, second level prayer of healing. Okay. So that's 2d8. Six. Eight, nine. So it'd be 19. All right. 19 for everyone. Everybody. Oh, really? for everybody. Yep, that's wow. yeah, it's all that's six, ten minutes. Uh, so you take uh, the next ten minutes, kind of get your get your head together while Nemoria sits down and begins praying to her God for for blessings, and then you feel your wounds mend. You have 20 more minutes before we're on the move again. Use it wisely. Did I lose him? No, I'm here. Oh, okay. Camera went out. Yep, for a reason. Okay. So you guys taking a short rest? Uh, while, while she's doing the prayer of healing, then yes. So it's 30 minutes for the short rest, so it took 10 minutes for the prayer healing. You've got 20 more minutes before we leave. We should... Mm, mm, um, should we be resting, Scar, or should we move? Well, I'm ready to go now, but I didn't almost go to the brink of death either. <laughs> mm. So if we take 20 more minutes... Use it wisely. You know tracking better than I. <clears throat> we need to make uh, up that plateau. Yeah. Um, Still early. Could, 
20 Can minutes we... isn't going to... Okay. Uh, can I, we can take a look around the uh, cave and the Cyclops body and see if there's anything of any note. Sure. Does the Cyclops have like a horn? Nope, nope, no horn, just outside of one big damaged eye. Um, nothing of note. Uh, and yeah, you can roll investigation if you want to look around. Investigation 18 on investigation. Okay. You look around. There's uh, a fair bit of debris around the, the cavern, uh, but mostly just scraps of animals and stray adventurers uh, that didn't really have anything of value on them. Uh, you found a, a filth pile. It looks like you didn't leave too much. I'm assuming it was a scavenger. It's what it needs and continues on. Clearly. Hmm. Such a strange beast. Shame. But you were right. This would have been not ideal for having at our backside. He now could at have... least we have somewhere we can retreat to. True. Things turn sour. Should we try and fashion a covering for the cave? Mm. I don't think we have time for that. Not that it would... Anybody who's traveled through here would have already known that there's a cave here. Hopefully the uh, void because they didn't know what was inside it. It might be to our advantage. Hmm, true. It should look like nothing is different. If we cover the cave, that will raise eyebrows. Let's 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 prop this. Maybe we could eh, maybe we could prop the cyclops up so it looks like he's still alive. Maybe hunched over working on something. <laughs> <laughs> Never like the fun ideas. I'm gonna gather up my um, since the, it's past the time. I'm a, uh, I've gathered up the turret I've, and I've mended homunculus. Okay. So. <clears throat> turret rest is over. Did everybody get their hit die in? Oh yeah. yeah. Sure rest. Okay. So you guys see Scar leave the cave and start heading north. Follow him out. Alright. I'll follow behind Zoramir. I shall too. Mm. All right. Rob, you know about the hit dice, right? No. During a short rest. <laughs> oh. I'm working on it. It's just you I just, just know you took a large amount. Yeah. Damage, so. 
I did. You would roll for whatever your hit point dice. It'll tell you what the dice is, and then you and how much you heal, and you roll as many as you feel you need. Oh, okay. All right. Up to your current level, I believe, right? Yep. Yeah. It's a 1d8 plus 4, 8, 12. I'll take that 12. And then you can roll it again if you still got more. You just mark off the, the boxes of how many you use. Ah, uh, that's pretty close. I'll just take what I got. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's that's what I was asking you, Chris, and what's up? Yeah, yeah. Just lots going on. Um, yep. All right. So you walk up and you see these uh, pretty intentional handholds going up the side of the plateau. Uh, you feel like the horses are in a good spot. You've tied them off. Uh, they've got water uh, and, and things to further go forward. I'll take lead. Scar, we will follow you. Okay. Um, make it an athletics check, everyone who's climbing. Wow, oh, Jesus. Thirteen. Thirteen? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fifteen. Memoria, seventeen. Okay. Yep. Fifteen for Blood Alive. All right. So everybody... Um, starts up the side of the cliff face uh, Scar you start to go up and then you stop and you just kind of look at it and you're like, just uh, I don't I don't know um, you're just looking there and uh, alright everybody make uh, another check oh no <laughs> somebody's falling 19 on this one <laughs> it was almost a 2 but I got a 16 okay how high up are we already? You're 40 feet up. Oh, good. Net one. No. <laughs> okay. Net, uh, Nemoria, net zero. <clears throat> net, net zero? Yep. Does that mean you rolled a natural one? one? Minus one? I rolled a one. Okay. Minus so, one. Yeah. So when you roll a one, you just say you rolled a nat one. That's... Nat that's one. A, that's a yeah, whole nother thing. There's no thing. one. Yeah. Um, it's a beautiful thing. Watch. We got, guys, we got guys, two nat ones. You guys had to roll nat ones on this. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you realize this, but whenever we go through any kind of climbing simulation, bad things happen. Uh-huh. I know, right? So both of you, as you reach forward, you grab the wrong hold, and it's actually just a loose rock. And when you grab, you, you flip back, and Scar, as you're climbing up, you just see Blaylock and Nemoria both, and their arms are flailing in the sky as they fall down. Whew. Oh, gosh. Did you both roll that one? For eight points of bludgeoning damage. Okay, um, roll again. Uh, right now, um, Scar, you're at 40 feet. Zoramir, you're at 80 feet. Oh, really? Uh, yep. Oh. And uh, Nemoria and Blaylock are on the ground. <laughs> How high is that? It's still farther up. At 20 for Scar. Okay. 
Eight. Okay. Sixteen for Nemoria. Okay. Playlock. Eight. Okay. <laughs> Playlock, you you're after a fall like that, you, you're not feeling real confident about going back up. So you just kind of look at it. Um, Nemoria, what was yours? Uh, sixteen. Okay. You you head up the rock, Scar. Or, or Zormir, you head up. You're almost to the top. Or wait, no, you you reached up, um, and, and your foot slips and you catch a hold of yourself. You you didn't fall, but uh, you, you're kind of hanging there by by one hand onto one of the the holds. And, and Scar, you actually moved up next to Zormir. Uh, you're not far away. You're not like right together, but you're you're at the same height so you're both at uh, 80 feet up all right everybody roll again um it, it could would this count as a jump no if i'm trying to move up no and uh zormir you have disadvantage oh no how am i so bad with strength Dude, I'm bad with strength too, man. All my shit's a dex. <laughs> yeah, me too. So uh, 17 for Scar. Okay. Nine. Scar, you're. Nemoria. Go ahead. Scar, you're almost at the top. Nemoria, what'd you get? I had a non natural one. Okay. I have a non natural one. I, I rolled two minus one. Yeah. yeah. So, so you, your foot slips and you're hanging on with with one uh, hand at the forty foot mark, Blaylock. Thirteen. Okay. Um, What's the DC in this event? Like five, please. <laughs> it's not. It's not super high, but uh, it's it's just a smidge higher than that. Um, you're still looking at it like I, I don't I don't want to climb this. Uh, and th- this is this is how Grovile died, and it's just bad things like this, and you, all these thoughts are rushing into your head. Um, while beside you, you hear a thud of um, Zormir. What? You rolled a nine, right? I fell. Yeah, you were hanging there on one hand. Oh. <laughs> Oh no. That's really high up. Can I use my can I use my uncanny dodge to dodge the ground? No. You're pretty lucky. Uh, I you you take uh, 20 points of damage, falling damage. How lucky. That's a word. as you slam into the ground. All right. Don't you have luck as a thief? Is that a a half? Yeah, I don't think that helps in this, though. It's only if you roll a natural one. Well, Uh, I thought that was just a halfling feat. No, it's a halfling thing in general. Yeah. All right. Roll again. Hmm. Nomoria, 17. Okay. 
Scar 15. Alright. Nomoria, did you roll with disadvantage? Yes. Okay. Blaylock? And this this is strength, right? Yep. Yeah, 19. Okay. So you start up, you get up to the 40-foot mark as Nomoria continues further up, and Zormir? You guys go on without me. I'll, I'll watch the horses. <laughs> Low roll? Two. Okay. Um, Scar, as you crest the top, uh, you see two rocks that have been stationed there with some wear marks that you can tell someone has used a rope to tie around to help others climb up the side of this. I'll get my 50 feet out. Start tying. Okay. While he's tying... Everybody roll. Well, this is easily a hundred foot cliff, right? Mm-hmm. Rope line comes in 50 feet. <laughs> <laughs> Nomoria, four. Oh. oh my God. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about the it. The whole party except for Scarf dies on a <laughs> your, hand, your foot slips and you're there hand... <laughs> Why do I do this to you guys? You, <laughs> yeah, I know. You have two hands and you're you're holding on, but <clears throat> your feet are flailing. Um, it's really hard for you to climb up uh, with, uh, you know, your shield and armor and things. Zormir, what? Are, where are you at? I got I got a twelve, which is better. You're still looking. At, you're looking at Namoria, going, "That could be me again." <laughs> that that hurts last time. <laughs> Blaylock, what are you at? 15. Okay. Blaylock, you climb up and th- at you're at 80 foot. 80 and, feet. And as you're there, you feel a, a rope fall down across your back and you look up and you can see Scar kind of peeking over the edge and there's a rope there. Mm, I'm going to try and grab it. Okay. So on... Um, Roll again, and you get uh, advantage. Uh, well, yeah. When I have advantage, I get the two nice rolls. Um, I have a uh, twenty, not natural. Okay. You move up to uh, one hundred and twenty feet. Nemoria, roll with disadvantage, and Zormir, just roll. Seven. For Nemoria. Okay. I'm gonna die. Nineteen points of falling damage. As Zormir, you you see hear a big clank, right beside you. And Zormir, where are you at? Three. <laughs> I use I used up all my good rolls. Three is what you rolled. Okay. All right. Um, Blaylock, roll with advantage. And okay. 
with the rope, um, you, you're able to pull yourself up to the top. Made it a lot easier to climb. Though it took all your strength and your muscles burned as you pulled yourself up. You see Scar up there, out of breath, kind of sitting there, looking at you, a bit of drool coming out the side of his mouth. I hate climbing. (laughs) (laughs) Soromir, Nemoria? I didn't take any more damage. No, you haven't left the ground. Nine. You're still looking at it. Is that with your mods? I have a negative one mod. Oh, okay. Same here. I have six. Roll again. <laughs> Go get Nemoria. I don't think we're going to climb this thing. Uh, one. Okay. Zormir? Hmm. Uh, eleven? All right. No, that's not enough. <laughs> Holy crap, guys. Y'all have a minus one to strength. Okay. Can I do this guidance on him to help him out? You can. <laughs> I want to do. I'm going to I'm going to reach over. I'm going to touch him. And I'm going to say, buddy, you can do this. I know you can. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and use my cantrip of guidance to see if I can help him climb that wall. You what is what does this get me? <clears throat> you can uh, roll a D four and add the number roll to the ability check of its choice. I'm yep. afraid this isn't gonna be enough. All Scar, right. <laughs> should we tie these ropes together and get some more length to them? At this point we can try anything. <laughs> <laughs> So you pull them up. Um, uh, who's tying the ropes? I'll do it. So do a survival rifle. check to see how good the, the knots are. Oh, no. Jesus. Nat 20, 26. It feels like a good good knot. You toss it back down, and Zormir and Nemoria, the rope lands in front of you, and you see the, the, uh, the muzzle of... Uh, scars snout over the top of the cliff way up in the air at this point. I grab the rope and just give it like a really good yank just to make sure that thing is solid. It feels solid. Alright. So you get advantage both of you, whoever's using the rope. And I get a plus, plus D4. Yep. Well, natural one. Uh, Holy Two natural ones. It's not possible. Nemoria, go ahead and start. Uh three. With advantage. Yeah, with advantage. He rolled twice and take the high. Oh, sorry. Twelve. Okay. You start up the rope. Um as Zoromir's kind of pulling on it, the, the rope strains just a bit, but it does hold together. Uh, oh my gosh. All right, both of you roll with advantage the rest of the time. Oh, oh my gosh, I got a natural 20. Okay. I got 12. All right, so uh, you're both at the 80 feet mark-ish. Uh, Zoromir, you <laughs> skittered up really close right behind Nemoria. I get a surge of confidence. Yep. Go for it. You just look at that ass. 
At <laughs> <laughs> 12. Okay, you move up to 120 feet. I got a 12 as well. You're right behind Nemoria. One more. Can we do it? Let's go, baby. Oh my god. Son of a bitch. Nine. With advantage? Yes. With advantage, I just rolled a six. No, never mind. Okay. You nine. take the higher of the two, right? Yeah. Yeah, nine. And what'd you roll? Ten. <laughs> I want I want you to roll an acrobatics check, uh, Zoramir. Thank you. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. <laughs> yep. Such a big difference. <laughs> as as you see Nemoria start tumbling, oh. you you reach out and grab hold of the back of her armor, and you take four points of damage as the just sheer weight of her almost pulls your arm out of socket. But you stop her from the fall, and she's able to grab um, the rope and secure herself. Both of you need to make the roll again. Got you. Is that with advantage? Yeah, it's still with advantage. You still have the rope. Can I just do the rest of the time there, acrobatics? <laughs> Whew. 16. Okay. Uh, 16 as well. Scar oh, and Blaylock, you see these tired, worn-out hands finally reach the top of the uh, of the cliff, and they pull it up, and these bloodied faces... <clears throat> pull themselves up and just kind of roll over in a prone state on, on the top. Scar, you couldn't find another way up this cliff. Not that would have taken us completely out of our path. Uh, I could I could dodge a sword. I I can't climb a mountain. You can't dodge a cliff. <laughs> I can't I dodge am. a cliff. Can't dodge the ground. My armor is too heavy. I am not built for climbing, even though I am a bearded woman. I am going to go ahead and I am going to cast level one healing word on myself. Okay. Seven points. The, uh, track again. Okay, you do see a, a variety of uh, tracks around this rock, and they head off to the east. <laughs> I'm gonna see what Namoria is doing, and in my like, basically, I have a concussion. Feels like I'm gonna pick a stick off the ground and try and mimic what she's doing to heal herself to myself. Okay, um, roll a performance check. Fourteen. So Nemoria, you see Zoramir, you notice him looking at you, mimicking what you're doing. But but of course nothing's happening. But he's doing a pretty good job of doing the motions that, that you've done. I see that you could use some healing. I am weak, but I will, because you are part of the group. I will 
cast Cure Wounds on you. Which one of you? That is me. On two. The left one or the right? Oh, are you both? Oh, okay. Because <laughs> you're trying to make me is kind and gestures. I know you cannot do it. I was trying. And so. Didn't work. Alright, so let's see. You got... I got a natural 10. I'm sorry. Wrong dice. Hang on a minute. Seven points. Thank you, friend. feel much better. Yes. Just to let you know, if we don't rest soon, let's just hope we don't get into too many fights and need my help and my assistance. <laughs> just need to get close enough. Scar, this is your... This is your time, so we shall be following you. Lead on, friend. We faced one creature in a wall, and we're wiped. I yes. feel like we've taken the long way. I feel so, too. I think Scar is... doesn't really care about all of us, and our inabilities <laughs> to climb a wall. I just grumble, and I continue following the trail <laughs> okay so you, you follow the, the trail for about an hour uh, the midday sun starting to head off into early evening um, as you walk slowly on a, a downward grade further in as the sides of another ravine begin forming up uh, along the path and you walk through the uh a well-formed canyon. As you're walking through the canyon, um, the tracks, they look a lot more fresh. Um, like it, it wasn't that long ago that they've been through there. You can almost smell knoll fur, um, familiar smell to you as you look around. And all of a sudden, as the party walks, an arrow right next to your feet scar and you all pull back um let me switch this over oh no and as you look around to see where it comes from you see two knoll dark fur knoll uh standing on the cliff's edge to the north and you look over and you see another to the south three in total that's what you can see alright talk us out of this you all get behind me Scar, I know you want to go on. I know this is your destiny, but you have to think about all of us. I said get behind me. Follow his lead. We are out of our element here. I'm going to get behind Scar. Okay. Yeah, that's what he wants. 
So infernal. Okay. I am Skull from Clan Grimclaw. I am on a hunt for an orc named Ulick, which I believe was heading this direction. He is a problem of mine. I do not wish for you to become problems of mine. As you speak, another knoll arrives. And two more to the south. Oh my gosh. And one comes around the side of the rocky pillar. And a particularly large knoll makes his way to the edge of the cliff. You speak our language. Who do you fight for? In Inferno. Inferno. Yep. I fight for myself. I am far from my clan. What clan are you from? Apparently you don't hear so well. Clan Grimclaw. Grimclaw. What coven do they come from? Where are they located? Oh shit, now you're asking shit. I don't know where Boulder's Gate is. <laughs> it's it's south of Waterdeep. I hail from Boulder's Gate. What brings a no from the gate to our lands? You say you hunt this person. We've seen no such person in our lands. I'm doing insight. Okay. 16. From what you can tell, it's hard to read any kind of facial expression, but there's no inflection in his voice of saying anything. We have been told that he was on the lookout for a long tooth. I assume that would be you. You fit the description. He walks up to the edge and spits down. I spit on Longtooth and all from his clan. I take it then that Longtooth is from the white fur. So, Nemoria, Zoramir, and Blaylock, you just hear this really guttural, <clears throat> almost bark-like back and forth, and uh, the one up on the canyon, this one that's quite large, um, just gets really loud and aggressive-looking. I'm sorry, looking by, between the two. Follow Scar's lead, and I'll whisper to them. <clears throat> We follow Grimscar of the Dewclaw clan. To Doom? Do, Dewclaw. Why should we grant you passage to our lands? 
Well, maybe, just maybe, my small clan here might be able to help with your little white furry problem. I have never seen or heard of white gnolls. It seems like they are not natural. As he paces back and forth on the rock and the gnolls move a little closer. I'm gonna, as secretly, quietly as I can, just kind of move my hands to my weapons behind my back and just kind of prep. Roll a slide of hand. Nineteen. Okay. You seem to be unnoticed. Um, Scar, roll a persuasion check. Eighteen. He looks down. Looks between Nemoria, Zormir, and Blaylock. Infernal. He he looks down at the the knolls that are on the ground. Bring them with us to camp. We'll see their true intentions. And they don't aggressively um, lead you through like uh, like prisoners, but they they kind of motion to follow and all of them turn and start walking. Your wits about you, boys. Scar, what's they're following them? They're taking us to their leader. A grim, grim Scar. I hope I you know what them. you're doing. It'd be a well, lot harder to fight them if we're at their camp. If they wanted us dead, we would already be dead right now. Best behavior. They do not take well to aggression. And I look at Zormir. Good, well, with good, good behavior. Well, you can always die. I believe I took down that Cyclops. After you had to pick yourself back up again. No aggression. At least not yet. So you follow the gnolls. They don't speak to you. Occasionally they eye, and as you you glance around, you see the ones on the top of the ravine keeping a constant watch. Um, Bows close to being at the ready. They're not drawn back, but in case anything peculiar happens... And you walk with them for a couple hours. Um, the one you were speaking with never comes down. In fact, you haven't seen uh, that one for a while. Eventually, you break out, and the cat or the the uh, 
valley here heads back up, sloped upwards, and you crest another plateau, and you see several tents set up, campfires burning as night begins to fall. Walking through the camp, the smell of smoke and meat fills your senses as you see Knowles stopping and turning um, to watch you enter the camp. They, looking around, the Knowles look thin, gaunt, uh, some are bandaged and wounded. Crates lie beside each tent, uh, as well as spears, swords, and some rudimentary armor. As you're walking further through the camp, you're met with this pungent sin of burning hair and decay. And as you look to the east, uh, a large hole has been hollowed out of a out of stone. And you see the corpses of gnolls being burnt there. Uh, as they lead you deeper into the camp, the, the sounds, hushed sounds of voices uh, whispering to each other, uh, not used to seeing anyone other than gnolls uh, in the camp, uh, just fills your ears. Uh, they, they eventually lead you to the largest tent. As you get closer, a massive knoll exits from the tent. Dark fur, save bits of gray that can be seen over his shoulders. Three scars cross his face is what must have been some big creature tried to take its life at some point. Scar, it's so big he towers over you by at least a foot uh, and looks down at the party with contempt in his eyes and just stares for a moment. Hi. That's a big noble. Scar, I hope you know what you're doing. Anything. One second. I'm getting there. Uh, Grim, uh, he looks over you. He's looking at Memoria. Sniffs a bit. Looks over down at Zoramir. Kind of eyeing Zoramir over, up and down. Someone in the crowd is very excited. <laughs> uh, looks at uh, Blaylock. Kind of stops for a moment to see the busted piece of horn and then looks back at Scar, matching eyes to eye. And he sniffs long. Hmm. They tell me you are not from here. No. No, I am not. Tell me why you're in my camp. Tell me why we have allowed this. And they are speaking in common. So everyone understands. We come from Portstown. 
we took out a drow that was creating werewolves. Before we slayed him, he had mentioned that he had caused chaos between your clan and another, a clan of all white gnolls. We are here, one, to see if we can rectify whatever issue he has brought to your doorstep. Two, I am looking for an orc who has tried to murder us. He has a bounty that I need to take back to the gate. He was headed towards Longtooth. And from your welcoming party, it seems that your clan has an issue with Longtooth as well. And your issue may line up with our issues. He puts a... raises his uh, paw up and his hand is massive. And rubs his chin. How do we know you aren't spies? What do we have to spy for? Would we have just walked into your welcoming party if we were actually trying to hide our intentions? We will see. Bring the shaman! And you see, at notice at this point, the gnolls have kind of made a circle around all of you as this large uh, gnoll Grimscar moves back into, fades into the crowd as much as he can. And after a few moments, you hear just the light tap of a walking stick, a light jingling and soft footsteps as the crowd slowly parts away and you see a shorter uh, knoll kind of gaunt only one eye that uh, the other one's gone and the one that they have darts around randomly almost spinning in its socket as it looks things over. It's, uh, they carry a staff. Many trinkets are hanging off of it. Uh, and they have really dark gray fur with patches of white all over it. Walks up to uh, Zoramir first. Hmm. Hmm. Looks, turns toward Blaylock. She gets real close to Blaylock and sticks her snout right into his fur. <laughs> Walks over to Nemoria. Just takes one finger and just slowly rubs it on Nemoria's face. And then walks around to, to Scar. And nuzzles her her nose right into Scar's neck and takes 
and then looks you in the eye best she can. Scar, you notice her eye darts back and forth. And as she looks at you, your life has been hard. The Huntress has watched over you for a very long, long time. She stares deep into your eyes. I see you struggle with our same demons. Yet, you prevail. She starts shaking her staff and holds it over the top of Scar. And while all the trinkets are there, one particular tooth falls down wrapped in leather and swings over your head, Scar. Ah, the Huntress has spoken to me. She would know from you. A pup of our kind, found injured in the spires. Light about to fade from its eyes. Do you end its misery? Or do you try to brighten its eyes once more? And she stares back and waits for a response. Depending on severity, Sometimes it is better to end pain, but hope, there is always hope. But you must choose. You ask a question of about a scenario that I don't have all the information on. I see. And she lowers the staff and slowly turns and walks behind you to Zormir. As she gets up to you, she squats squats down to be at eye level with you. Let me kind of pull back a little bit. She just stays there. You see one eye just rapidly darting over you top to bottom. Just for a long moment, she stares deeply into your eyes. I see you have suffered greatly and deal with great loss. She steps back, starts shaking her staff wildly, holds it into the air, and as she leans toward you, one small golden trinket falls down wrapped in in a leather wrapping and kind of swings back and forth it catches your eye being made of pure gold Mm -hmm. the huntress would dare to ask you a trinket of great value stands at the center of a village an artifact of no importance to you but of great value to its people. Do you leave it at his estate for a generation? Or do you acquire it for your own desires? 
She's waiting for an answer. She's just staring at you. Yep. That is between me and my own journey. The Huntress would know your answer. How would I answer them? Would you take it? Or would you leave it? I think I might be inclined to take it. Hmm. She sets the staff down as the trinket folds back against the staff. She turns and looks at Namoria and then turns to Blaylock and walks over slowly. She looks you up and down as she straightens her back back out from being squatted down talking to Zoramir. She reaches out with one hand and r runs it over your fur and then reaches up to touch the broken horn on your head. She grabs it lightly and I'll bow my head. And as you bow your head, she, her hand slides over to the bottom of your jaw and she pulls it closer to her face as her eyes stares deeply into yours. I'll stare back. I see pain and conflict in you, but you hide it behind your strength. She begins shaking the staff and a small gear falls down, swinging back and forth, almost touching you right on the snout. My, my hair starts to, starts to uh, stand up almost like goose flesh. She smiles, big smile. The Huntress cares for this one, but would know this. Two friends argue over a trinket of value and power. One would use it for good, the other for evil. The choice is yours as to the fate of the trinket. How do you decide? Hmm. Natural responses for the good but I lack information about what is good and what is evil. Am I to be the judge? Interesting. You desire to stay in neutrality. I desire wisdom before casting judgment. Hmm. And she sets the staff down and gently with her other hand raises your chin up and kind of pushes you slightly back as she walks over to Nemoria. As she gets to Nemoria, she stands upward and kind of a look of awe in her face as she looks over Nemoria's armor placing a hand onto her shield and then she looks sternly into Nemoria's eyes as she keeps her hand on Nemoria's shield 
I see the truth in you. But inside you, a hidden fear. She begins shaking the staff, holds it up above Nemoria's head, and a single bone drops down and swings back and forth, attached to a really worn thread. There's but one problem the huntress must ask and answer of you. A null child and an elven warrior both fall in a battle, and only one can be saved. Which one lives and which one dies? And she steps back, awaiting an answer. Wise one, it would all depend. If I can only heal one, I will heal the one who I feel is worthy to live. I do not make wise, unwise judgments on those who fall in front of me. You came upon them as a stranger. How would you choose? That is a good question. I do not know how I would choose. I have no answer for you. They could both be good. They both could be evil. I do not know. She sets the staff down, walks toward Grimscar as he comes back out from the group. And she sits down, cross-legged on the ground, sets her staff in front of her, closes her eyes and remains silent what seems like an eternity after it's very tense. There's not a pin drop that can be heard throughout the entire camp. You hear the slight crackling of fire in the background and the breeze blowing through. After a few moments, she speaks. The Huntress has chosen your path to redemption and purification. The trial of the hunt must succeed. Grimscar looks at her and nods and then looks at all of you. The huntress has chosen the trial of the hunt to prove the nature of your true heart. By morning, our scouts will lead you to the hunting ground. There you will find your own worths and each bring back a token for the Huntress, or go on to meet her yourself. Does it involve climbing? He looks at you, doesn't answer. Until the morning, you have this evening to rest your body and your mind. Take of the food, take of the drink of the camp but only what you need. And he, he turns and uh, the, the elder is still sitting there. He looks at her for a moment and then turns and enters back into his, his tent. 
as people start slowly commotion comes back and uh, they start going about their business like you weren't even there one of the scouts walks up and motions towards uh, one of the tents show you and he points over to a large tent that's not far away uh, as a place that you can stay Thank you. Nod. Short bow and uh, we'll depart to the tent. What time is it by now? It's early evening ish. Not much past what a normal dinner time. We all in the tent? Guards outside the tent. No, they led you to the tent and left about their business. Mm-hmm. What do you Scar. all this? This is your expedition. What say you? What do I know? What do I know about these kind of rituals? Um, you know that that gnolls are very tribal, um, and that usually most no clans have an elder of some sort uh, that does these and they, they all worship different gods uh, some can come from uh, the, the demi-plane that gnolls are created from uh, others they have adapted more of the human gods or, or even made up their own naturalistic things uh, it's not uncommon for, for this kind of thing to happen um, it's more uncommon for non-null races to be a part of it, though. Well, they do not follow Yunagu. If they did, we would already be dead. So that is already in our favor. This huntress that she spoke of, I have not heard of her. Hmm. Well, if I care to meet her, I do not care for the path that she wants us to go on. Care, yeah, care for this 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 hunt that she talks of. Just need to know that they can aware. trust us. You wouldn't just let anybody join our party. If you noticed on our way in, these moles are starving. Whatever mess that you would, not you would, who's the mayor? King. No, the one before him, the one we killed. Yeah, the one we, it's... Iago. Yeah. If Iago did something... Jerish, I believe his name is now. Well, yeah, the Dark Elf, but he was going as Iago. Yeah, yeah. If what he claimed was true... And this tribe is barely surviving. I would not put it past them not to trust us. We must do what they ask. Why could we not just leave if there's no guards? 
and go on our way. That would make us look like cowards. That would make us look like we have something to hide. It also keep us alive. But does our journey not take us past where we're going? This is not part of our path that you're looking for. It is. They have a problem with Longtooth. I have a problem with Ulick, who is going to Longtooth. Wouldn't it be wiser to have... Not so much an army, but... A distraction? If we have to face the other clan. I suppose you're right, Scar. It'd be beneficial to have some allies in this. Very much so. Yes. Four of us in the middle of this camp. Do you honestly think we would make it out alive? Man, I would. I don't think they need guards stationed directly outside. I can almost guarantee as soon as we stepped out of camp, we would look like porcupines with the amount of arrows sticking out of our backside. Hmm. This is a test a test of our worth in the eyes of the nobles. Well, might as we well, are, as well eat the food and drink the drink they offered us. I will need to rest. I have. I am hurting from the fall of that wall. Somebody who told us to climb. Hmm. I need a long rest to recuperate. If we are not my to go on these trials, climb a wall with handholds. Well, some of us have better dexterity than others. There's got to be an easier way to scale walls and pits of lava. I'm growing weary of this. It has come at a high cost. Video's off. Mm. I suggest we eat and rest. Tomorrow brings a whole new set of adventure. Yes. All of my equipment is back in the cart. Mm. What else is there except rest? So I'm going to grab some food and rest for the evening. If my nose does not deceive me, I believe they are bringing food now. Mm. Good. It's not fond of wandering around in no camp looking for food. I open the tent door. As you open it, there's um, a stone 
basically plate a large one there and on top of it is some various meats uh, a couple cheeses um, some potatoes and things and then beside it are a couple flagons of, of an ale of some sort and as you look around you see a kind of a more gaunt uh, knoll looking back to see if you've accepted the food as a walk away Infernal, I will say we know that you do not have much, but we appreciate this. And I'll bring the plate in. He just nods at you. So as Scar <clears throat> turns around, he's holding a massive stone of food. Meat and ale. I'm going to walk up and grab some ale and just go sit on the, on the floor of the tent. Scar, I am drawn to finding the remnants of this blade, but this, these knolls and the struggles they are dealing with are weighing heavily on me. Is the tribal nature of these knolls reminds me of home. Damn. What can we do to assist them? Knolls. The tribes do not live this close together. I don't know why this other group is here. I don't know where they came from. It is not normal. The fact that they are fighting over human scraps to survive. Then is there anything we can offer them? Our knolls is it common for gnolls to farm or gather or we are scavengers mm. normally we take we take what we need and we move on but the fact that there's two clans so close together the only place they can take is from same sources it would only be a matter of time before they started killing the farmers for food or as food so they are nomadic. They wander? Yes. Uh, the fact that they have taken refuge here in the scars. Maybe. Again, I am not from here, so I do not know the history. But if we present ourselves as worthy, maybe we will learn more from them. True. There is something to this clan. They did not kill the farm's folk. However, they... have been told that for years they've been they left Portstown alone. True. They never went after the farms. Something has happened to change that. Hmm. Hmm. Since the mayor openly admitted that he had something to do with it, 
it is a good chance that this other tribe is a false tribe. False tribe? We were dealing with werewolves. Ah. Uh, hmm. What do you expect from this hunt? I expect that we survive, we pass mm. the test, and we move on. But Unfortunately, that is all we have right now. No idea to what to expect? Different tribes do different things. I do not know what this tribe is going to have us do. Mm. As long as it's not climbing. I'm... I'm going to rest. It seems that we may need Fine it. Idea. This is probably not a trial of the mind, but more <laughs> of our endurance and fortitude in the wilderness here. Zora mm. Mayor, I recommend mm. sleep tonight. Yeah. Not Hmm. I'll have to chug down this hill a little bit more to help those dreams come to me. Right, I want to slink off to my um, um, a section of the tent. Okay. How big is this tent? It's pretty good size. I will find my corner and rest. Or, uh... I understand your worries and concerns. Unfortunately, I don't think there was any other way around this. I've been told to trust you, and so I will. Hmm. Nobody knows these gnolls as good as you, Scar, so our trust is in your hands. Namoria, before... I forgot about this. That fire you brought forth, was that from Bahamut himself? That was... That was amazing. Even though it singed a little. But amazing nonetheless. Never have I seen such fire brought forth in an area like that. I come from a long line of clerics. Mm. My parents and my grandparents before them. From a long line of clerics, we have honed our skills over the centuries. Goodness. That's something common with your family? Summoning fire from heaven in that manner? Goodness. It is. Hmm. I do apologize for you getting in the way. Oh, I'm, but I'm, he I'm, was a for you getting in the way. It was a, it was a risk I was willing to take because somebody had to pick on a cyclops. Well, it worked at a small cost to us and to my fur. I'm 
I would love to study at further. Hmm. So good much is a good look for you there, Blaylock. No, no. Just the means to summon such heat from seemingly nowhere at all is amazing. Until another day, apparently. Or... Tonight would not be a good night for me to no. discuss. No. No practicing fireballs in a knoll camp. That would be uh, bad juju. Bad. Per se. Bad juju. Good night, everybody. Mm. Good night. All right. Everyone sleeping? Doing a long rest? Yep. If everyone's going to rest. You lay down and through the exhaustions of the day, you think back of what's happened, the Cyclops, the climb up the sheer cliff. Within moments, you've drifted off into peaceful slumber, uh, covering yourself in the rudimentary pieces of hay that are in the tent and to stay warm. Belly's full of ale and meat. And the night passes without any any concern. You awaken the next morning and through the rays of sunlight that are rising over the horizon, you see the shadows of uh, two gnolls standing outside your tent waiting. Leave mm. scar. Let's go and see what the day brings. Hmm. After you. I get up and go out. Hopefully they don't have any muffins here. <laughs> yeah. I, not, I don't think a Noel cupcake is a good idea. Hmm. Might be made of meat. Hmm. So. What kind of meat? As you walk out, Scar, uh, both of them look at you, nod, and you see uh, a gathering again has formed in the center of the camp where it did last time. And they take their spears that they're holding at their side and kind of just let them lean toward that and nod. Direction. Just north of where you're at. So, is everyone following? Yep. I'll follow behind. It's all about Scar. <laughs> I'll follow. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to be looking just everywhere. Kind of taking the entire camp and what's going on around us. I'm pretty nervous myself. So, as you walk toward there, the two scouts walk behind you. And the gnolls are all gathered in a big circle and... There's a, a large flame burning in the center, and the the crowds part way as you all walk through there, and then they close back around you, and you hear a, a light clinking sound, and out of the large tent, you see Grimscar 
approaching through the crowds, dressed in a ceremonial bone plates, uh, all covering his arms and chest and, and legs. Uh, on top of his head, he has a skull of some kind of great beast with massive teeth hanging down. Uh, the crowd quiets and the winds blow softly in just the silence of the spectacle. Then you see the crowds part again and you hear the familiar tapping of a staff and the f soft padded footsteps as the way opens up and you see the elder proceed through this and walks straight up to Zoromir looking you over with one crazy eye he stands I'm assuming he's quite a bit taller than me yeah he stands staring straight back up with him she reaches over into a pouch pulls out a small vial and takes a finger and plunges it into the vial as she pulls it out uh, kind of purplish red uh, liquid drips off of her finger she reaches over and traces a symbol on your forehead and as ah, she flinch. and she, she stops for a moment and then she reaches forward and can finish his drawing the symbol a couple circles lines may your mind be at peace and your heart be open to the truth she takes her hand back as she walks up to Scar I kneel she smiles big as you kneel Understanding that you're aware of certain customs and out of, and is just overjoyed at the respect that you show and nods slightly at, uh, at you. She dips the claw back into the same vial and sets her hand on your shoulder. As she sets it there, she slowly pushes the claw into your flesh until you feel it penetrate your flesh. And then she slowly pulls it out. And with the mixture of the substance and the and the your blood, she traces across your snout, making a small symbol, circular symbol on top of it, and running uh, lines down the side. Still your mind, child of the huntress. Let her spirit Guide your hunt. As she takes her hand down to the side, uses the other hand to kind of almost pet the top of your head, and looks down and walks over to Nemoria. I'll also follow Scar's lead and bow slightly. She has a look of... Uh, surprise on her face to see an outsider follow their customs and she just never breaks eye contact with you as she dips her claw into the vial and traces a line over the top of your left eye and then one line from the bottom of your eye down your cheek find your truth a 
never forget who you are. Steps back from you, nods, and turns toward Blaylock. A smile instantly forms across I'm her clum- I'm going to clumsily try and get to one knee, not accustomed to this sort of this manner. You, you slowly kind of crouch down the best you can and just kind of looking around and just feels really awkward to you. Very. Uh, this, this ritual things like this just aren't a familiar thing. And she, her smile never ceases as she stabs her finger into the vial and reaches up and traces several lines across your broken horn, leaving just these purplish red marks across them and she looks you gets right up close to your face and then moves her her snout near your ear and whispers keep your horns sharp but always keep your mind sharper and she leans over and as best as you can understand places a light kiss on your cheek and pulls back, stares at you with her one eye. I'll nod. And she stands up, walks in front of the party, looks them all over, then turns to Grimscar and nods. Grimstar stands proudly with his chest out. Let the hunt begin! May the Huntress guide your arrow, or may you meet her valiantly. The crowd erupts in cheers. uh, As the two scouts that were outside of your tent and two additional ones come up with you, and the, the crowd parts ways to the east as people cheer, and you see things getting thrown into the air, and and the scouts kind of point the way to the east and the two in front of you begin walking and while the two behind the party wait for you to move I'll follow Mm, behind Scar I'll follow always behind Scar so They lead you out into the crags and crevices of the um, of the uh, valleys. And you travel about a day's journey. Uh, They don't say much. They just keep walking. Every now and then you see them stop and turn and look around uh, as they inspect different areas, making sure nothing's coming out at the party eventually as the dusk begins to fall uh, you come upon a, a large crevice in the stone and just outside of that crevice is a tent much like the one you stayed in and one of the scouts in the front turns to you this is the entrance to the hunting grounds. You may rest here till morning. 
and the one in the back brings a pack out. It's been loaded with various dried meats and water and ale and sets it down outside the tent. Feast and may you meet the huntress proud or valiantly. And then he slams the spear into the, the ground and they form up and begin to walk away. What are we walking into? Quite a ritual just to be trusted by them. What was that, Scar? Oh, you said something. Uh, I believe it begins tomorrow. Mm. The fact that they didn't have to tell us what we're hunting means we'll probably know. Probably very quickly. Not only is victory a something we need to strive for. The fact that they have to trust us not to leave overnight. Hmm. I am sure that they are having us watched. Can I look around the tent and see if there's any, you know, what, I mean, what are we seeing inside this tent? Is there any information I can gather about what to expect? Uh, like, anything left behind by other people taking this trial? You walk into the tent and inside are various beddings, uh, a lot nicer than what you had last night, which was just kind of rudimentary hay and things. This actually has blankets and um, cheaply formed pillows. Uh, near the front of the hut, uh, or of the tent on the inside, is a small... Uh, ceramic jar that has a fine powder in it and there is a scroll that is wound up uh, beside it uh, other than that it's a it's a large uh, large tent um, you see on some of the bedding that there are some blood stains uh, but that nothing else. There's some firewood in the backside, and there's a, a small fire pit outside the tent. Would I recognize this dust? Doesn't... I will get the fire started out in the fire pit. Okay. Yep. I'm gonna bring the scroll over to Scar. Scar, should we open this, or will we break some tradition? There it is there for a reason. Mm, they didn't say not to... Mm, I'm going to open the scroll. Okay. You see written on it um, a language you don't understand. And it <sighs> goes quite a ways down down the paper. Mm. Scar, is this that language you were speaking before? It you do recognize it as infernal. Oh, your mic's not... It didn't come through, Mike. I'll read it out loud. 
Okay. Uh, what you read is basically a variety of blessings and um, well wishes from the Huntress. And as as you go through those, once you reach the bottom of it, uh, it tells you that if you've completed your task, throw this dust into a good hot fire uh, and uh, someone will come and retrieve those living and dead. It's hmm. very foreboding. True. How much dust is there? Uh, is there quite a bit of dust? It's quite a bit. Mm. It, you can tell it's it's not... You don't throw the whole thing in. It's just used sparingly. Hmm. Well, they never said it was going to be easy. True. I. This tells me they are a ways off. If we are going to signal them with a fire to come retrieve us, what? In. What is in this forest. Well, we've already fought dragons mm. and rock Fox. monsters, mm. giant toads. Uh, it could be anything. True. Only also, in Drakenvald will we find such an a plethora of oddities. Or was this Wolfguard or Drakenvald? Drakenvald? Yep. Drakenvald, okay. Hmm. It sounds like that. What was that, Scar? I suggest we pray to whatever gods we uh, worship. And hope tomorrow goes to our advantage. Like yours are different from mine. Do I have do I have like a pouch or anything on me? I mean, you have containers. Ah, can I take? I'm gonna take some of this dust and I'm gonna put it in one of the containers. Okay. This may be useful later. I will sit out by the fire and meditate. Okay. What's everyone else doing? Uh, I'm going to sit at my cot, and then I'm going to um, tweak the, uh, the the turret and um, uh, the servant. Loyal, I will call you Loyal. I'm going to sit out by the fire, too. I am going to go to my bunk and I'm going to meditate hmm. on what may happen tomorrow. Okay. That beard is getting mighty long, Nemoria. May want to shave it. I will not. Hmm. I will hmm. let this grow. Fair enough. You brought this on me. You shall watch it. 
all the time. I'm, I may regret that. It's quite unseemly. All right. Scar, you sit there and take in the surroundings. Everyone else is inside the tent, right? Yep. Yes. Okay. Scar, you take in the surroundings. You enjoy not being in city, the fresh air of being outdoors. You hear the winds whipping through the the, the caverns here and different sounds of the night and the moon shines brightly down into the area. You feel at peace as the wind blows through your fur and feel a slight chill in the evening air. Kind of rub where she pierced my skin. I'm just listening for the huntress. You keep your mind open and you almost feel like you hear a whisper. It's hard to make out. And then you hear be at peace my child. And the wind picks up a bit and then it all stops to the silence of the night. Sleep outside. Take your rest. You all wake up the next morning refreshed and ready to begin the adventure, which is next week. All right. Thank you all that attended. Uh, Thank you all that watched it. If you're watching this on YouTube, we appreciate you. We love you. Um, Tune in next week, seven o'clock Eastern. Uh, We we are happy to have you uh, to see where this leads. I'm excited. Guaranteed. No No, cupcakes. No climbing. (laughs) No cupcakes. Mm, Until then. Stay safe, everybody. Wash your hands and hope that this stuff is over soon enough. Um, Soon. And Mm. we will see you next week, 7 o'clock.